So this is going to be my first Sunday school and I know like now what teachers feel like. <laughs> um, I, w I, I want to, to talk or, or discuss because I've been told this is more of a matter of a discussion and uh, you know, like a, uh, there's a lot of feedback. But what I'm saying is you're allowed to do feedback and, and interrupt and, and, uh, and just uh, give me give me some of your feedback. I'm going to need this because I'm, I'm sure the Lord is going, going to have me teaching this, more of this, uh, wherever he sends me to. And the subject is dreams and, and dreaming as a, as a practical uh, activity that we should all be doing and exercising. It's, uh, I know uh, most of us from a Pentecostal or charismatic background uh, we tend to do uh, or, or, or to be a, a little bit more of a passive I'm not saying us as saints but most of the charismatic Pentecostals are are just uh, pretty much recipients of visions and dreams and we should all be doing that but I felt the Lord is saying we should exercise those capacities you know like the gifts we should all exercise those capacities so that when God wants to use them and we were really much uh, uh, pastor and, and uh, I were teaching about speaking in tongues it's the Lord it's his spirit who speaks through us but we are the ones opening our mouth and we're the ones allowing him to do it and uh, recent scientific uh, research has proven that we all have the capacity to dream but we can also access that capacity if we exercise it and that's what I want to talk about a little bit so I'm gonna leave that practical thing to the end but I want to start with a biblical basis of how dreams are an important part of spiritual communication um, and it should all be given to the Lord. So the, the word dream comes from uh, halom. It, it really much comes from a word or derives from a word that means to be strong, uh, to be mature. Uh, some scholars say that uh, maybe the etymological origins come uh, from when men, especially masculine individuals, would ha would come to an age and ha start having ero erotic dreams in their puberty, and uh, that's kind of when they were more aware of their dreams. Maybe they were more interested. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but uh, that's that's kind of you see. That's why we didn't listen to scholars, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> so, but I anyway, it's a, it's something that was reserved for the mature ones, and and I would agree with that because uh, dreams usually require interpretation, uh, symbolic interpretation, whereas visions may be clear, or more of a just uh, uh, something that you're seeing that you don't require much interpretation. I, again, 
we may disagree on that one. Some visions do require interpretation. Some things, most of the visions are clear and, uh, and direct to an immediate uh, result, to an immediate action. But dreams sometimes uh, are talking about things that are going to happen, not as, uh, in, sort, uh, in such a short span of time. Okay, so also uh, that halom word comes from, or may mean to be healthy, to be strong, also associated to that poverty, maturity idea. That, that's why scholars start maybe thinking it was, it had to do with uh, masculinity or those things. But I would rather think it, uh, it comes, it, it sounds a little bit much, very much like shalom, you know, and and the shalom means to advance, to progress, uh, just like the peace idea that that we as saints we should be in peace and advancing the kingdom of God. Well, halom's halom dreams are, and and that's the only word for dream in the Old Testament, halom, and and to dream and dream is the same word. Uh, so, I think. God's dreams are given for us to advance, to indicate uh, a way. And that is precisely what uh, the first issuance of this word uh, shows um, in the Bible when uh, Abimelech had taken uh, Sarah, or he wanted to take her as a wife, as a woman. And first dream recorded in the Bible is when God appears to Abimelech and, and tells him, hey, this, this woman is married. I'm telling you not to touch her. I have saved you. I prevented you. See, again, things to do with masculinity. And, um, so, so he will always, God will always use dreams to, to give us a way or to tell us that's not what you should be doing or this is what you should be doing. Uh, there's, I'm going to mention several examples. And, uh, but it's also in this first issue and an example of a communication for kings. And if we are kings and priests in God's kingdom, we should also be communicating in, in, uh, in, in dreams or receiving or opening that channel of communication for God. I know sometimes, and I'm going to talk a little bit about, about this at the end, uh, well, food gets in the way. I mean, you can have nightmares, <laughs> nightmares and, and you're, you're going to be blocking that channel of communication if you eat too much tacos. <laughs> so, and you, can, you can really be blocking God's way of communication to you. So, but that's, that's going to be at the end. It's, it's going to be practical. <laughs> the practical insights of dreaming. <laughs> How many is too much? I've gotten the 127. So what's the taco limit? <laughs> it depends on what the tacos are. <laughs> if it's carnitas tacos, you can have three of them. <laughs> Funny thing, but, uh, the Egyptians had, uh, had books of dreams and interpretation. And they had, I mean, there's plenty of those in, in Amazon right now. But, but back then, when uh, it was having a book was really, really difficult to write because they had to, to do papyrus or the Chaldeans had to, to write a book on clay tablets, 
they really thought about what they would be writing, so they had to, to really think well what was going to put them, because it, it was going to cost them hours and days to make one of them, just one of them. So, uh, but th that's, that's how important it was for them to, to talk about dreams. And uh, you may remember Pharaoh and his dreams and the, um, uh, and the butler and, and the, um, uh, what's, what's the other word, the baker, butler and baker? That sounds like a, a law firm, butler and baker. <laughs> so so they, they were always talking about dreams. And uh, well, another, the second example in the Bible about dreams is Jacob. And he was in this, in Bethel, in, in this place with high spiritual in, inter, uh, interactivity or interaction. And, uh, and it was such a vivid dream that he, he really thought he was there. He really thought it was there. He, he really was there in this open portal between the heaven and the earth. And he said, at the very end, it was so vivid that the Bible describes it, uh, uh, says, and behold, it was a dream. Mm -hmm. So whenever the Bible says, behold, it was a dream, it was because it was so vivid, so, so strong that they, they, it was actually really taking place, but, but his, their bodies and their, their senses were really experiencing all that uh, fantastic, incredible spiritual impressions. Um, again, third, third issuance, and this is how, how we, I save handouts now, see? Because <laughs> I, I just read these uh, issuances. Um, Lavan, Jacob's father-in-law, he was uh, being abusive regarding what, uh, what he had to pay for Levan's work. And, uh, and God appears to him in a dream and, and tells him, hey, take heed what you speak towards Jacob. Do not speak good or bad and don't, do not abuse what you're saying, in other words. Then we come to Joseph. Joseph, he was an Old Testament saint he really, he really loved dreaming. He practiced so much dreaming, or dreaming so much in, in, in such a, 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 a daily basis that their brethren called him the Lord of Dreams. If you go to the original, or, or you read the Hebrew verses for that, uh, it, English is just translated, oh, here comes this dreamer. Here comes a dreamer. But if you, if you read that original, it says uh, Baal Halom. Baal, as, as we know, is Lord. Just like Baal Sebab is the Lord of the flies. Uh, well, this, this, they, they nicknamed him sarcastically uh, the Lord of Dreams. Because he was always practicing dreaming, dreaming and interpretation. And that got him to the position where, where God could use him for his plans to, to really bring Israel into a dominating position in the world and uh, to also make the world what it is now. Because they, they had the, all the riches of the world through the, his, the interpreta his interpretation of the dreams. 
that were given to Pharaoh, again, a king, God, God will give direction to kings and, and to people in authority. Uh, so he interpreted these Pharaoh's dreams and uh, all the riches to uh, so after the slavery and all the process that, that God had to, to work with uh, Israel, they left with all the riches that came to Egypt from that famine. And I know I'm, I'm saying uh, lots of things that you already know, that's why I'm not telling all the, the whole story. But, I mean, he, he used to dream and interpret. That's the other gift we should be constantly practicing. Uh, then, let me talk to you a little bit about Egypt. They didn't have uh, a written alphabet like the Hebrews did or like the Chaldeans did. They had that iconographic, symbolic uh, kind of uh, written means of communication. And uh, they, they represented dreaming with an open eye. That's interesting because uh, I, I know we, uh, Egypt, the, mo the most famous probably icon is that Horus eye, uh, that Horus eye. But they had a different icon uh, of a, a little eye, open eye, that meant that even when they were asleep, they had that eye, maybe their, their eye of their understanding open so that they could be, be um, awakened even while, while or, or conscious even while asleep. Uh, they spoke about having dreams by day and night, and one of their pharaohs, there's, there's a, a tablet underneath the Sphinx that speaks about dreams and how the, uh, that, uh, that pharaoh, uh, Tutmos, was named king in a dream. It is said, uh, or, or that tablet says that he was once walking in, in noon well, when the sun was in its zenith, and you know how important the sun was for those Egyptians. Uh, and uh, he re uh, sat down to rest under one of their god statues or, or monuments, and uh, he fell into a sleep. And he started dreaming. And in that dream, one of their gods came and said, I'm going to name you a king. So what, what I'm saying here is not only, not only God uses this means of communication or this channel of communication uh, for humans, also the enemy and, and his principalities and authorities intervene, dreams. Uh, most of the time they do that to torture men with nightmares and all those things, but for those uh, looking to move in, in uh, or, or those called ones, maybe some of them gifted ones, uh, or people that would, in which God has placed a purpose, the enemy will also come and, uh, and speak to them. Some prophets, as, as we know, some Old Testament prophets, not the good ones, but the, the others, like the Egyptian prophets, Chaldean prophets, they, had, they, they were dreamers actually, and, and the, the pharaoh and the kings of Babylon relied so much on dreamers and interpreters that you may remember they, none of them could interpret their dreams, and, and, and Daniel had to come 
and stand there with the anointing of the Lord and, and not only interpret that dream, but also tell him what he had dreamed, that, that's another level. I, I really, I'm really amazed at, what, uh, at the revelation of, of God. And that's, that's one thing in the Bible, interpretation was left for, for the saints. You know, again, for, for Joseph and Daniel. And these guys sort anointing and, and communion with God and closeness to God always surpass whatever the other uh, interpreters or dreamers of the world had, had to give. Mm. So basically, in Egypt, people relied on dreams a, a little bit like a lot of nowadays people rely on horoscopes and they were constantly interpreting dreams like this, this is going to be favorable and favorable. And uh, so, so much so, as I said, they, they had this papyrus uh, the book of, called the Book of Dreams. In Chaldea, uh, the word for dream is a derivative of sleep. So they always associated, as we should be doing, uh, dreaming sleeping not not an open like we can talk about open open visions and we, some of those we may have even while driving i don't recommend dreaming while driving you can <laughs> so um i remember now, now a, a little bit saying this uh i i may have told you well, well, let's let's go a little bit more to the issuances in in the New Testament. There's not as many, but it's it's Joseph. Again, if you want to, <laughs> I, I was thinking if I have a, if I want to have a kid that I want to be a dreamer, I'm just gonna name him Joseph because this guy Joseph God God talks to Joseph in dreams regularly. This New Testament Joseph, God regularly spoke to him in dreams like Joseph do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife Joseph flee to Egypt because Herod wants to kill the child Joseph in, again in a dream now return to Galilee so that seemed to be a regular way of communication for Joseph and it's the same way for some of us and it's it will be the same way for I mean God speaks to us in different manners according to our giftings but for, for him, it, it was not an open vision. It was not an audible voice that he would hear. It was always in dreams. And uh, same thing for the Magi, the, the Magi or, or, or the magicians. Well, Magi is the original Chaldean word for these uh, astronomers, interpreters. When, when, they came for, when they came to give presents to Jesus, they, uh, they were advised on dreams. So they, they, they have several types of practices, this, this type of uh, professionals. I mean, they were interpreting the signs. That, that's why they could see the star that, that was on top of the, uh, of the manger, which I've always questioned what kind of star that was. <laughs> if it was like one of those uh, heavenly, bodies or, or it was just a different 
vision, because if, if it was something everybody could notice, Hero would have gone there. I don't know what kind of star that was that stopped on top of the manger. Uh, otherwise, everybody would have been surprised and gone, hey, what's, what's taking place here? This is a, but that's something that the Magi could, interp the, the could interpret it. Uh, and, and then, again, God spoke to them, Herod, or just don't return, don't go back to Herod. You have to go back in a different way. And he spoke to them through dreams. So these guys were kind of, not modern day, but in between, like in, in the Old Testament, New Testament uh, transition, they, they were still the, 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 the old, old type guys from the Chaldeans, that they were, they were still dreamers, they were still interpreters. And, uh, and they could recognize the calling of this child that God had sent into the world, the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. So uh, dreams, there's symbolic and non-symbolic. There's vivid dreams, and maybe some of them will not be as vivid as my, uh, when God, as he says, by the word of two or three witnesses, let every word be established, if they are being repeated constantly, that means they, they are more significant or we're just not listening to him and, and he just keeps, needs to keep on repeating us. Uh, and uh, again, like, like this importance of repetition God had to repeat the dreams for Joseph, for example, the Old Testament Joseph, when he told him, you, um, like he first dreamed about his, in, in some way that the, the moon and the stars and then in, in those wheat uh, sticks, I'm gonna say that word, uh, the wheat sticks, I mean, he was repeating the same message. I mean, this, your family is going to be bowing to you and you're gonna be leading uh, and, and same thing with Pharaoh, he gave him the, the message of the famine two times in different manners, but both of them received, needed the interpretation, and so much so that when Joseph interpreted them, he said, well, these two dreams are not but the, own, the same dream. And uh, well, now it's time for that, uh, the, the practical insights. Um, I started receiving dreams when when I came to the Lord, and uh, I liked them because they some of them were really vivid, and in some of them were uh, I was back then maybe 19, 20 years, I was already in a battlefield with the church, and uh, and so and many other youth or, or young people were with me, and. Uh, and sometimes I would awaken and the anointing of the Lord would be upon my body. I mean, it was all vibrating. Some other times I would wake up and, uh, and there would be a, an, an angel would be standing in, the, in, the, in one of the, in, in the side of the room and I could feel all the waves that he was sending, like all his anointing, it felt like waves. Uh, again, we may perceive it in different manners but I, I could feel all that in, in my body. And the Bible says that angels can enter into our dreams. 
or spiritual beings, because I've the same thing has happened in um, with with the enemy. Sometimes I would be dreaming of uh, encounter encounters with the enemy, and uh, as I would wake up, they would be standing again, like in right next to my bed. And uh, some other times, the enemy uses dreams in like in a, in a way to try to fool our senses. Like I was dreaming something I thought was from God, but all of a sudden I woke up and I couldn't feel any other thing. I couldn't, I couldn't really feel like anything I could discern with in, in, a, in a physical manner. But as I turned around, this, this demonic being had like some sort of projector or, 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 or something that he was projecting on, on, on my dream of vision. So we we need to to get to discern what we're dreaming again, not not just because we dream and it seems spiritual; it's it comes from God, and that's why many people err or are mislead because they think, oh, all the all the things I dream come from the Lord. Uh, now, regarding the the practical things and and the more of a scientific research. Now, sleep scientists have, have been talking, maybe for the last 20, 30 years, about sleep cycles. And our, our brain, when we dream, when we sleep, it goes into cycles. It, it, it starts with a light dream, and, and then it goes a very, I'll, I'll do it like inverse. It goes into a deep sleep, and that's when our, our organs, our physical organs are regenerated. And, uh, and then it comes back again into like almost an awakened state. Right before that, that's when rapid eye movement happens and that's when we start dreaming, actually. When you, you've seen somebody sleep and, and their eyes are moving up and down, that's, that means there's mental activity and they're, whether seeing something or feeling something or just their brain is functioning almost as, in, as if they were awake. At that, that is totally different to the deep sleep because in deep sleep you really you that's when again we need to get into deep sleep if we were always dreaming uh our organs physically like like the liver and uh, and the uh and our kidneys and all those organs they wouldn't regenerate but so so when when you you put an alarm in the and you break that cycle in the middle of, of that sleep uh, of that sleep cycle, uh, that's when you feel tired. Although you have you may have been sleeping for hours, when you break the cycle, you're gonna feel sleepy, and it's just because you interrupted the cycle. Nowadays, there are uh, sleep cycle alarms on your app on your iPhone that will help you get uh, wake you up with. The, I mean, they, they have like specific algorithms that they estimate when you fell asleep and when, 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 you should, when your cycle is taking place so that they will wake you up exactly when the, when the cycle is over. And I've experienced that, I've practiced that, and uh, you really wake up feeling refreshed. It doesn't matter if you slept less. You don't need to go for the full eight hours or more. Because sometimes, I all, all, again, sometimes we oversleep maybe 10 hours, 11 hours, 
well, I don't know if you've done 11 hours, I once did it. But uh, you, you break that, again, if it, it's not, it doesn't matter on how long you sleep. Obviously, I would recommend more than five or six hours, but if you break the cycle, that's when you, that, that's, that's when you get tired. That, that's when you feel like exhausted. Uh, well, if you have the time, right? <laughs> How do you make yourself sleep that long? I guess I was just tired. <laughs> for, for I, I had lay hands on us. Yeah, exactly. You just break the cycle so so often. <laughs> That's what happened. No, that, that was a long week, and I, I hadn't sleep so much for for that week. So I tried to recover myself, and it, it worked. But it it I really recommend trying that sleep cycle, uh, sleeping and waking method. Now, regarding the dreaming, because that's, that's just sleep, sleep uh, science. Well, one, one thing is sleeping, but the, the other thing is, is dreaming. For dreaming, dreaming is an, a, a brain activity. And uh, if you are, as I said, if you're always dreaming, and, uh, and I'll tell you in a minute how, how you can try to start dreaming. Uh, if you're always dreaming, you are not going to be, your brain is not going to really rest. You need to get into that deep, psych, deep, deep sleep uh, uh, at times. So I've been, I've been reading some books on, on dreaming. The interesting thing is, uh, again, it, they, they, the world calls it lucid dreaming. Uh, they do it for fun. They do it to satisfy sometimes carnal desires. Like they say, hey, you can, go out with a movie star, we, you can dream that you're rich, you can, you can dream that you have a Ferrari, you can dream whatever you want. And that's okay for those who, who want that. I, I'm not looking for that and uh, I, I, I don't think any of us are looking for that. We're really looking to, to develop all our capacities and, and put them under the service of the Lord. But they use the science and, and, and the scientific facts of how God made our bodies. and. Uh, if you wake up, like let's say an hour and a half or two hours before your regular uh, waking up time, let's say you have to wake up at 6 a.m. to get to work or, or to do your regular activities, but you set up an alarm at, two, at 4 a.m. and you wake up and you, you do some physical activity, like walk around, start reading the Bible, even, even pray, I would recommend praying even more, like praying in tongues. Uh, maybe get a glass of water, something that will kind of awaken your body, and then go back to bed after at least 20 minutes. Some, some people recommend 20 to 40 minutes. The, the possibility of having dreams or dreaming or remem even remembering your dreams is going to increase. So I started doing that uh, maybe last fourth of, uh, of 2019 and uh, I don't do it on a regular basis again. I try to but sometimes I'm just too tired, sometimes I just need to rest. But I started doing it and I, and I told a, a, a Christian friend to do it and she started doing it and she would always dream. Me, maybe 50% of the, of the times. But that again, that increased my, my, my chances of dreaming not all of those times I w would I get a, a dream or would I receive a, a, a prophetic dream, that's what I mean. Uh, so when, 
but she would always dream about earthquakes. And, uh, and the, the funny thing is when, when there was an earthquake, because Mexico City is an, uh, a seismic city, and uh, she was afraid. She that that only revealed that she she had been traumatized with uh, with the last Mexico City earthquake taking place. And she would say, she would always think God was telling her, "Oh, there's going to be a big earthquake. There's going to be a, a big earthquake." So nothing happened. So after a while, she stopped uh, practicing that because she would always dream about that. Again, we need to be free of any fear, and um, um, maybe. What God was telling her is you need to be healed of that fear and, and rest in me so you can clear that channel so I can show you more things. Because she was still afraid of, the, of, uh, of Mexico uh, City going through an earthquake. Uh, the funniest thing is last week or a couple weeks ago, I don't really remember, uh, I was not even intending to dream. And, I, and I, then there, was, there I was in a dream. And, and I dreamt that there was a little earthquake in Mexico City. So when I go, go to work like three hours later, everybody starts telling me, hey, did you feel the earthquake? It just happened like an hour ago. And I was like, no. <laughs> so God was really telling me there's going to be an earthquake. <laughs> but it was a little one. So it was so, so little that it didn't really matter. But that I, I just got excited that... Uh, the more, the more you open your spiritual capacity, the more you start practicing that. I mean, you're going to start getting prophetic insights. Uh, now, the other thing is, as, as these lucid dreamers, because, again, the Lord once said um, uh, that it was, it was sad to see that, that people in the world knew more, about, more than even the children of the kingdom. And and uh, God uh, and and as we've said before, uh, now that the end times are are approaching, uh, people are developing, are really developing their spirits. Sadly, not by the Lord's spirit. Sadly, they are developing all their capacities, and these dreamers of old are kind of coming back, and uh, just this, with all those demonic practices that had been there, they, they had not been totally eradicated because, I mean, the enemy knows our, our, our uh, human nature and uh, he's, he's also kind of developing his, his, his army for the end times. And, and uh, so, I mean, the more, the more, more people are using some drugs and more people are are looking for spiritual experiences, but if they look for spiritual experiences without the spirit of the Lord, they're just going to be misled and serving the enemy, and that's what's happening. So a lot of those lucid dreamers kind of fall into astral voyages or astral traveling and then other things, and they they get in contact with with demonic entities instead of serving the Lord. But that's something that it's kind of, and the internet is helping with that, making, making some subjects like this more popular. So I say we as saints should be the, the, the Josephs and the Daniels of, of these days. We as saints we should be 
developing ourselves and, and, and teaching other people to, to dream and to interpret. And uh, if it's not, uh, if it, let's say, if, if it's not as well, uh, as easy to, to make everybody an open seer, which I also believe we could all become, but it just takes time or practice, and I don't know how to tell you how to practice that. There may be books there, uh, and there are uh, books out there, but I, I just haven't read them on how to become a seer, how to become a, a, an open seer. I just haven't had the time to read them, just maybe because I like sleeping, I, I became more interested in dreaming. Siri <laughs> <laughs> so just said I'm not going to respond to that. Somebody else <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, dreaming is becoming a... a <laughs> A, a practice nowadays, and uh, and and uh, so so the the other thing when when dreaming, like I would say, it's a progressive practice. Just as when you you start any sport, any activity, you have to start with the beginning. Well, what what I've learned is once you notice you're dreaming, just so so to the Lucid dreaming is about uh, noticing that you're in your dreams. And that's why the Egyptians talked about that I be awakened, be, be conscious in, in your dreams. Uh, I'm going somewhere with this. So they, they would say, I, I, and, and interesting is some of these books that I've read are, are written by, by Christians. So God has had really placed a calling on them for dreams and they say when you're dreaming this is a tip when you when when you you you're, you're in your, your dreams and uh, sometimes you don't know if it's a dream or not uh, just try try jumping if, if you jump and the, and the floor feels like unstable then it's a dream or if you jump and, and you go through the ceiling that's a dream if you jump and you start flying that's a dream and then once you're in your dream, you can control it. And that's when, when people, most people divert and they, they say, all right, let's dream, let's dream about uh, having a Ferrari. Let's dream about this. But if, you, if you're looking for purpose, uh, as we are all people of purpose, I mean, I, I, would, I haven't got to that level, but I would just try to encounter Jesus or, or pray or, or say, all right, God, here's, here, here's this dream. Let's let's just do what you want me to do here, or or what you want to talk about. Because because think about it, we we spend one third of our lives sleeping, so God definitely wants to talk to us in that in those night hours, not only on on when we are awake like in this physical realm, but but He wants to He wants us to let Him into that. Uh, other other functions of our brain so just people uh, and and the more we're we're filled with his spirit the more we're filled with his with his word we're, we we can also let him enter into all those maybe maybe some even some i don't know uh unresolved issues fears uh grudges frustrations that he can work with us through our dreams, uh, and now, now that I remember that, psychologists are using that kind of, in, in, in dreams, they say, 
dream therapy can take uh, or can save years of just normal therapy. Uh, again, I've, I I don't I I really think healing comes from the from the Lord and His Word and the relationship through Him. So what I'm saying is, just let let us let Him let us let Him allow Him to 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 operate in all of the capacities that we have. Not only not not only when we're awake, but also in in our dreams. So uh, well, that's basically it. I don't know if you have any questions or. <laughs> See how much left. Okay, I did well. <laughs> so, do you keep a dream journal? That's another thing that's recommended. A, a dream journal. I, I, I kind of do. I, I, I have some dreams that I that have been more impressive, that ca create an impression. And another reason that I like having dream journals is but I but I I I really confess I should do right should write more of dreams just as the prayer journals when you have visions and, or when you, when you're pray, after prayer and those some of those impressions that God will will give you uh, after praying and interpret interpreting you have to write it, them down before you forget just after after praying same thing, it's recommended to, to have a, a dream journal just as you're awake, because chances are you're, you're gonna forget. And the, 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 the benefit of having that is because once, thing, let's say I've dreamed things, and after several years they come to pass. And when they're just taking place, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded, I had dreamed about this four years ago, three years ago, so that would just strengthen your faith, tell you, yes, I'm hearing from God. Some of these um, record, recorded, recorded dreams, I mean, you can do it not necessarily written. I mean, you, you can use, it, use a voice recorder and say, because you're, you're, you're barely awakened, uh, waking up. You're barely waking up. So I, I, again, it's just like a, God's, God's speaking to you. Uh, I don't know who speaks to the rest of the world. I don't know who speaks to the, all those lucid dreamers, but we want the Lord to speak to us. So as soon as we awake, we record our dreams, we should record our dreams and say, okay, maybe this is from the Lord, maybe this is not, this is not from the Lord, but I, I'll pray about it. And, and just by having it recorded, if it's repeated, it may be from the Lord, chances are. And, and then we, we may be like these two guys from Gibeon who, who, um, who, who, from, uh, who dreamed about Madian, Madian. and uh, Gideon was just walking by them and they were talking about their dreams. And they said, hey, I dreamed about this and I don't know how to interpret this. Gideon knew that they were dreaming about the Madianites. See, so the saints, the saintly people, not only us, but that's what, that's what's going to start happening. I mean, throughout the, all the encampment, the, the global encampment of the saints, we should, we should all be talking about the dreams and visions and the, the, the direction that God is giving to the, 
to the ar to his army, and it's going to be through through those through through the maturity, and and maturity I think, again when, no, opposed to what, those scholars thought and and said oh they they, these guys are just they're dreamers because they're dreaming about their sexual encounters, we should be dreaming about. About the purposes of the Lord. That's that's when you reach maturity. When you say, "Well, I don't want to follow my dreams. I want to follow God's dreams." But yeah, highly recommended to have a journal, whether it's recorded or written, however you want to make it. And um, yeah, truly, I, I I truly recommend that. I mean, it's it's more interesting because you you not only get to know more about god you also get to know more about yourself about about what uh, it's it's kind of that subconscious part it, some of those dreams had been there for for a long time and the more we we remember we we're going to be awakening uh even some callings or 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 things that god had reserved for us that we had forgotten from for a long time, so it's all there. It's 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 in our heart. It's very personal. Very. That's totally true. It's totally true. And then, then uh, I was just thinking about some, some, some people may say, oh, God, I'm not listening from God. Well, this can be a, a, a way, a, an easier way for them. Because I know for some people it's just easy. They just go to bed and they have prophetic dreams every day or every night. Uh, some others, they, they're open seers. And, and, and some others, it's just uh, spiritual impressions of any manner. Some people are praying and they say, well, I'm not just like the others. I don't hear from God. Well, you can start hearing from God. And I know maybe here we're all super saints and all of you see open heaven and everything. But but not everybody out there. And and just as, as Pastor once said, and I remember this from 20 years ago in one of his preachings, he said, God will speak to anybody that will open channels of communication. So I want to have all my channels open. I want to have every aspect in my life inundated by God's voice. Voice. I want to. I I want to perceive Him in new manners every day. The things of the spirit are the things of the spirit are are new every morning. And uh, and sometimes it's been easier. Like it just depends. I mean, we we all have different seasons in our lives, and uh, sometimes it's it's just not as easy to tap into into the spirit realm. Well, there's a way. There's a way. Just I'm just saying one more. 
I'm just saying we all have access to this. And, uh, and maybe it's, it's one of the easier ones, and so much so that those, those old timers, Egyptians and Chaldeans, practiced it so much. Sad they were not serving God, but had they served God, I mean, they, they were, they, their channels were open. That's why God op uh, spoke to, the, to those kings uh, through dreams. Well, they, had, they, they needed the interpreters of God. They needed Joseph. They needed Daniel. Well, we are those guys. So the, the, the more we practice this, we need to take the dream world into or under subject under, under God again. Especially nowadays, on, again, on, on the end times, like, uh, with all the things that are happening and that are going to happen, some of these, um, some, some of the major prophets in, 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 in the nowadays have said that uh, this coronavirus and all those uh, things that are happening now are, are, are very much a drill to what is going to come before Jesus returns. Yes, uh, I, I, I was very, very, uh, and I'm very trust, uh, uh, very confident in the Lord. I mean, no, there's no, no, there's not going to be any problem with the, the coronavirus. None of us is going to get infected. None of us is going to pass away. But it has affected the economy because of fear. It has affected my economy temporarily. <coughs> I trust the Lord. My, but my trust is not in, mo in money either. But things can get rough and may get rough later. Now, not maybe this year, maybe in a, in a decade. I don't know. That's up to God. Uh, interesting that, well, none of us that I know, nobody, none of uh, my prophetic friends either had said, oh, I dreamed about a, a virus that is coming to affect. Because I don't think that that's, a go that's what's taking place here. However, again, the, 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 the prophets are saying, yes, the enemy is at operation. Yes, the enemy is operating. The enemy ha wants to s sow fear amongst the world. And it's mostly fear. That's what we're sensing. And, uh, and that, can, that, is, that could be told through dreams and visions and perceptions and, and just communication with God. We're strong in the Lord. We're confident in Him. Interesting, none, none of the major prophets said, oh yeah, I dreamed about a virus that is going to uh, kill half of the world's population because it's not going to happen. And we're close to God. I mean, we're, we're, we're listening. We're, we're, we're trying to perceive, to, to, to let Him tell us what's going on. None, none, no one here, I think, got that revelation or, or said that, right? No one, no one said, oh, this is what's happening and we're all going to die. We got to buy toilet paper. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's, that's why I saved those handouts, but we may need that paper later. <laughs> I think about everything. <laughs> surely a question of um, allowing God and wanting God to operate through us um, in the fullness of the capacities that he wants us to operate in. 
rather than I have a bit of a struggle with um, actively sort of trying to make this happen. I think you have to be very careful that it's a it's something it's a gift. It's something you receive, and it's more a question of Lord, I want the fullness of the capacities that you put within me in the spirit. I want to operate in that, but I shy, I. I fight a bit shy of doing things to try and create something or to out of my own effort. It has for me. Maybe I'm wrong, but it, for, for me, it, it it has to be grace. It has to be received, and it's a question more of openness, um, not sort of reading lots of books and well, how can I get there and then get there and then get there. I'm not questioning what you're saying. I'm just saying how I feel and what makes me comfortable. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to make a, vi a vision, right? I, I remember when I, I was like... Okay, you can't, we, we can't do that no. on our own. Yeah. And I, mean, you're, you're, I don't think you're saying, you know, it's, it's kind of like discernment, you know, when we, we exercise that, you know, we know that it's God's given it to us and we kind of grow in it. It's just me personally. Yeah. I would fight shy of reading all sorts of things like the lucid, whatever you called it, that the world is into and the other, the enemy's into, and because there are there are danger zones here. So for me, it would be just opening myself to God and saying, God, whatever you want to uh, activate in me, that's fine, but also guard me against any pitfalls. Any deception. I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah. But I can be very, I can maybe be too wary to the point where I close myself. And I, I don't think so because my heart is always, Lord, I want you. <laughs> I want more of you. Whatever you have for me, I want to operate in that because it's for Him. It's so that I'm moving more and more in the Spirit. And that's what I want more than anything else. Amen. Amen. So. Well, but, well, that kind of happens a little bit with, with every gift. I mean, you have to discern. But you also have to move in faith and trust the Lord. It's not that you're making it up. But most of, most of the people that I've thought, I, I've talked to, like when they started speaking diverse tongues, they thought they were making up the other tongues. See? Or a vision. Uh, some of them are not really clear. Some of them are a little bit kind of dark. Like it's like almost like an internal vision. Most people are just seeing internal visions, and they, they're having a vision. And it, it, it almost feels like a thought. Some of them are soft, unless, unless God really opens your eyes, and then, then here's Gabriel, and then you, you feel open. And, and even sometimes, those angels don't, don't, don't manifest themselves. I mean, you may be able only to see them, but not really feel anything. And they, they, some senses may not be all invaded. But it, it just comes, as, as uh, Mark said, it comes with trust and practice, confidence in the Lord. I mean, none, none of us here wants to be misled. And uh, if you find yourself dreaming, that, uh, which is what, I, uh, what I'm saying, I mean, just try to find yourself 
in your dreams. Like, notice when you're dreaming. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, we all dream, but we, we become unconscious of that. And the, and the, Lord, the Lord tells us to, to really be aware at all times. Sometimes these dreams are being invaded by the enemy, and we don't even notice that. So you rather be, be vigilant in those in, in your dreams. Yeah. And and it's it's even better if you have control of that than just sleeping through them, literally. Yeah. You you sometimes we 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 dream the wrong things and they're there. Yeah. But it's still there. Just because you don't notice it doesn't mean it's not there. You rather be in control of your dreams. Subject them to the Lord. Pray His presence there. Sometimes you'll be praying in your dreams. Interceding. Diverse tongues in your dreams. Mm -hmm. And that's when, when, when the power of the Lord comes. Mm -hmm. Because you're there. You're, you're inviting Him to them. You're not making that up. As much as you don't make your prayer time up. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're really allowing Him to come. You're welcoming Him. Yeah. And uh, once He's there, I mean, you let loose. You let him do what he wants. And then even there, you apply discernment. Because discernment is, is something really needed at all times. Even in the heavenlies. Even, no, it doesn't matter the level. I mean, that from the bottom to the top, you need to apply discernment. So we, we live by faith. And, and we want, and, and faith comes through the voice of the, the Lord through his word, through communion. So don't, let us not be afraid. I'm, 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 I'm not saying make these things up. I, I'm actually saying don't make your dreams up. Don't, don't, don't dream about dating a handsome man. <laughs> See, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm saying, not, I'm exactly saying the opposite. I'm saying dream about God and his, and his purposes. Because that, that's, that's what makes us different to all those other dreamers. That's what makes us different. The, 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 well, that's what makes the saints different to the world and the interpreters of, of Pharaoh. See, I, I know it's, it sounds strange because I, this is something most people are not going to preach about because it, it can mislead and it can, it can be taken as, oh, what's that doctrine that he's saying, uh, he's saying us to do like what the world is doing. No, I'm, I'm saying that the world is doing it, but we should have been the ones been doing it first. We are the dreamers. We are, we are the, the visionaries. We should be leading this world, and we're going to be leading, and we are called to govern this world uh, by, hand by hand with Jesus, under him, under his authority. Uh, I'm just saying this capacity that, that, that we've left passive, that we've left only like when God speaks well he wants to speak he's always wanting to speak but he that has an ear let him hear we have to have our ears open and as many ears as we can open the more the better that's what i'm saying brother what you you had a question or a comment Awesome. So, I think 
social media that also helps that's what I was talking about. <laughs> no tackles, no social media, no sound sound before sleep. That will also help.
addressing the dreams. Uh, this is uh, from Zechariah chapter 4, uh, verse 6. And um, it start, I'm just going to read two, chap, uh, two verses here. Then he answered and said unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And um, the other scripture was that uh, he had this vision of the golden candlestick, Zerubbabel. And the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, Knowest thou not what these be? You know, he didn't understand the vision. I, I realize we're talking about dreams, but it's the same idea. Yeah. And he said to the angel, No, my Lord. And so what the angel replied was, and I'm just going to do this one phrase, uh, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. So, uh, you know, I can only speak from my, only per my personal experiences with dreams, but, um, well, let me just say this. They come as suddenly to me. Mm -hmm. You know, this, this isn't anything pre-planned. You know, they're suddenly. But um, I always uh, have told the Lord that I, you know, I didn't, you know, it says, nor by power. I don't want to use my mind to power these dreams. I don't want to use my strength to power these dreams. I want to be led of the Spirit through this dream episode that I'm having. So um, I have read a few books on dreams um, to be informed, but um, I, I don't know when this is going to happen for me. Yeah. You know, they're just, you know, it could be every night or it could be once a month. It, it varies with the season, and you, you mentioned that as well, that you can have seasons where there's a lot of activity and then other times it's rather quiet. It's almost like a sila moment mm -hmm. for a person. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm, I'm following what everyone else is saying. Um, I don't really try to control them in any way. I, I feel like I've had this dream that was, you know, uh, a purpose for God, for my life. You know, he brought it forth, and he kind of walks me through that. And uh, sometimes I have a real strong knowing when I wake up that I understand that dream. And other times, if it's I have to pray about it, meditate on it, and I may not know for you know a few days, you know what's happening. And um, I've had you know both experiences. I had one recently, and I woke up and I really understood the message of the dream, and I knew what I was supposed to do. Because we know the dreams speak purpose about your purpose and the body that you are surrounding and that you are a part of, like this church. You know, I sometimes have dreams about the church, and I always give that a lot of thought. I really pray about that. And if I'm unsure or I need counsel, then I seek the leadership, you know, to help me with the mm -hmm. proper interpretation of that. And uh, if it never is clear, which doesn't happen very often, I think the Lord is good with clarifying, giving the interpretation, but I just let it lay until yeah. I, I really feel like I know and, I, and I'm asking the Lord, too. I'm saying, Lord, you know, I thank you for this dream. It was a gift, you know, but I, you know, maybe I'm, I'm having difficulty interpreting that. But that doesn't happen often to me. At some point, I'm going, I feel like that the Lord answers that for me, that interpretation. It could, it could be immediate or it could be, you know, months down the road. But it does happen in most cases. And I have to speak from my own experience because, you know, 
that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and I agree, and I like it. I like it like, like the natural way as well. I like it when, when, when God gives you an unexpected dream. You're thinking about sleeping only, and then all of a sudden, boom, there you are in a dream. I mean, I, I love it more that way. And uh, it, it's, it's also, I guess, it's just like a matter of a personal preference. As, as Brother Les said, I mean, he can make himself dream. We could all make ourselves dream. Some of them, now, those dreams, are they all going to be uh, godly inspired? Not all of them. Uh, I mean, some, uh, huh? Yeah, so, 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 some are taco, taco inspired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it just depends again, and, 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 but, but it's just like our thoughts. I mean, are, are all our thoughts godly inspired? No. All, but all of a sudden, will God will imprint one of, of his thoughts. And I love when he does that because it's so clear, oh, that's God. It's just like your dreams. But again, dreaming is a, is a, is a, is a brain activity just as thinking, just as envisioning, wishing, some of those things. Well, wishing may be more, more like from the heart, but it, it also goes through the brain. So, so what, what I'm saying is it's, it's okay. I mean, we don't all have to make ourselves dream, but when dreaming and noticing that we're dreaming, then the more chances we have, I mean, to listen to, 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 to get, it's just like thinking, okay, God, sometimes we all think, and think and converse with God. Father, what should I do? What should I do? Well, same thing with our dreams. We're noticing that we're dreaming. Some of those godly given dreams, most of them, when they are God given, we're kind of passive. And we should let God lead us and flow through that. Just as in all of the rest of our lives. But the more the, the, then when when you notice that you're dreaming because, I mean, we all dream most of the nights. We don't even remember that. It's just like our thoughts. Maybe 99% of our thoughts are not recorded, not even noticed. Well, the more we notice them, the, the better we could be self-conscious and maybe let God's light shine on that. Same with dreams. I'm not saying let's, well, what I'm saying is if we can, we should. We should let God's light shine on our dreams, maybe in those most of obscure, and, and that's a good word, obscure, unknown things, uh, uh, things or, or, or even the, the things that, uh, some, some things we, we need. We, we dream about other persons, and, uh, and we can pray in those dreams, and God's answer will come there, just like when we think, when we're driving or, or in, a, in the supermarket, and, and perceive other things, and that, that we pray, okay, God, I'm perceiving this. Same things with the, with the dreams. So uh, yeah, definitely not by my, not mm, not by power, but by His by spirit. spirit. Amen. It's like you know, in the natural, when we were children, we had to be taught to listen, and uh, even as grown-ups, we don't always listen. Exactly. And uh, it's also very true that God will speak to us far more than we will listen. Yes. And so what you're giving us today, I, in my heart, I, I received because I, uh, I know that there are times when he's wanting to speak to me and I have not listened. And sometimes we're reminded of that when something happens that 
you know, we didn't listen when we should have been. And you're really um, uh, helping us to learn better ways to listen. Amen. And we listen in, even in our dreams because he's speaking to us through our dreams. And so while we cannot create and should not try to create, we should try to fine tune our listening exactly. in the spirit and receiving. Amen. And, uh, and so it's, thank you very much for this well, thank you today. Thank you. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everybody. It's, it's been great. I'll see you in the sanctuary. Yes, you did. Thank you so much. And uh, I've turned this off, so tell you only what you really think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's time to.